We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Touchdown at 10, getting underway on a Thursday morning, 301-230-0980. The question for you this morning as we start is, Dan Rossini saying there's a team kind of laying in the weeds on Sean Payton. Need to get their ducks in a row. Well, there are a few quack quacks that need to get in a row here in Washington. And if they can get that done by March, certainly... New ownership would be coming to town with a, I mean, that would be a significant shakeup to get the fan base rattled uh, here in Washington if Sean Payton ended up being the coach here in this town. The question's ultimately going to be compensation. And would you give up a number one pick at 16 overall to get Sean Payton as your coach by the end of March, which means he would miss the whole first month of free agency? but would be in place in time for the draft. So while you miss out on potentially a Skaronsky on the offensive line, Gonzalez or Porter at corner, maybe the Clemson kid at linebacker, eh, he's probably gone by the second round, definitely. So you would have to somehow address some of those needs in free agency and Hope that you get like a, you know, John Michael Schmitz, uh, maybe in the second round as an offensive lineman. So that's those are the risks that you run here if you wait on Sean Payton uh, in terms of bringing him in at the end of March. And ironically, the same coach centric approach that we've, um, you know, really poked fun at Ron Rivera as not being effective here. And maybe I mean, uh, let me ask you this. Is that approach been more effective than maybe we're giving him credit for considering the team with better quarterback production and better offensive line production might get to to 9, 10 or 11 wins. I mean yeah. if a rule if Rulier doesn't get hurt at center, yeah. even if even if even if you even if Tyler Larson doesn't get hurt and you're able to keep him for the full complement of games after Rulier got hurt, 
maybe even that makes a, a little bit of a difference yeah. on the offensive line. I don't know. I think it's somewhat unfair to to paint with a broad brush and say Ron and his control of personnel has been a disaster. Look, it hasn't been good enough. Let's start there. I mean, some would they say have, if the offensive coordinator was better, they might have won right. 10 or 11 games. But what is what, what what we can say now definitively, right now, today, is they still haven't figured out the quarterback position. The number two overall pick in 2020, his first one, does not look great right now. Right now. And while they have fixed some areas of the team and certainly bolstered the secondary, the wide receiver group, the running backs, maybe you can make an argument. I I would say they have. With the offensive line being regressing so much last year, you can now say, well, they haven't done a good enough job of, of, of fixing that. For whatever the reason. You just mentioned a, a big one, Chase Rulliet. So I would say it's Ron's personnel track record here is at best a mixed bag, but I don't believe it's the disaster that everybody makes it out to be. The problem is two of the – or a couple of huge decisions – in, in people's minds, weigh it down heavily, i.e., again, not being able to get the quarterback right. That is indisputable. And then the Chase Young one, so far, has turned out to be nowhere near what they needed. Okay, now, that being said, Ron as a head coach gets his, te- gets his team to play hard, gets his team to play balls to the wall. They don't roll over and quit and die easily. As a matter of fact, they rarely do. They rarely get just annihilated. Not that it never happens, but they rarely get annihilated. Okay? Delegates authority to his assistants. He delegates authorities to us sometimes too much, although Ron was much more involved in the offense this year than people want to admit. But whatever. Okay? He he had, even though he gave Scott Turner a contract extension, he had significant questions. I've been trying to tell you guys all that. Um, Here's the bottom line. Ron, as a head coach and general manager, has done, considering all of the brush fires around him and all of the extra logistical issues that he's had to deal with and stuff that we don't even know about, Ron has done a admirable but not a good enough in any way, shape, or form job. I think that's a fair way to look at it. Admirable considering all of the circumstances, all of the issues, all of the problems on the field, off the field, dealing with, you know, stupid name changes and logo changes and brand changes and 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 just fiasco after fiasco created and or dumped on him. No other head coach in the history of mankind has had to deal with what Ron Rivera has had to absorb and fight off and battle and deal with over the last three years. So to me, he's done an admirable but not good enough job. I think that is the most respectful way of saying that if you can get an improvement or a perceived improvement, if you can get somebody that you perceive and logic and reality would tell you 
is better, you should always try and do that. And if a new owner came in here and said, "Listen, Pete, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to deal with a bumpy road in my first year to get Sean Payton because that's the name, that's the guy, that's the needle mover, that's the program changer, that's the guy that can find me the next Drew Brees, the next fill in the blank, Joe Montana, the next Steve Young, the next whoever, Joe Burrow." Then you do that and you pay. I wouldn't pay whatever price, meaning like I wouldn't pay, again, two first-round picks or three first-round picks or whatever some people are going to float around, but I would pay the first-round pick, and I might even I, I might even be able to be convinced in, favorite, in, in, into paying the okay, first What is and your second. favorite offensive metric? Yards, points. What what what's your what's your what's your favorite? I mean Points come from more than just the offense. So mm-hmm. yards, while they don't always lead to points, yards is the only true metric that you can measure a unit by. Six times a Sean Payton offense, number one in the National Football League in yardage. Six times in 18 years. Yeah. That includes uh, a, a coordinator, three years as a right. coordinator. Right. Okay? So six times in 18 years, he's had the number one offense in the league in terms of yardage. Now, without Drew Brees, that number has been demonstrably different. So, I'm just saying. I mean, there's the risk that you run. Drew Brees is not here. Sam Howell's built like Drew Brees, though. Mm-hmm. Is Sam Howell- Maybe even with a better arm. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, no doubt. But that's what I was just going to ask you. Is Sam Howell who played in a heavy RPO, long ball, down-the-field, mobile scheme. Is is he a great fit for what we know as Sean Payton's quote-unquote system? Or is Sean oh, I Payton, think he could be. I mean, think about this. Is Sean Payton good enough to change around what, what, oh, what he did with Bruce? I, I think so, 100%. Right? 100%. But think about this. You're talking about when Sean had, like, Marcus Colston, mm-hmm. okay, Marcus Colston's running down the field catching passes from Drew Brees. Right. Okay. Big plays, explosive plays. He's wide. He's also wide open. Not. But he wasn't. But se- that's, that's Marcus Colston wasn't separating because of his athletic ability. No, he was separating and up. getting open because yes. it was all schemed up. So now you're going to give Sean Payton. You think about Sean Payton's tenures. Even when we had Colston and those guys with the Saints, you could argue. You could argue that. Certainly with the top three guys he has in the receiving room here. And then, oh, by the way, your fourth and fifth are guys like Brown and Sims that are good enough to probably maybe even be twos and threes somewhere else. So now you're going to unleash Sean. You would unleash Sean Payton with a room of five receivers minimum, four running backs that look like they could all contribute at the National Football League level. And you're going to give that to Sean Payton to try and create an offense around a young quarterback if you went with Howe. Now, the problem with hiring Peyton so late is you'd probably be out of that area where the veteran quarterbacks are going to be moving around. Yes. Though though, a Rodgers move could come a little bit later because it would involve draft capital likely and maybe yeah, I, even I some personnel. I can't pay I can't pay for draft capital for Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. So that probably takes because that would be the next. That would right. be the next question. If you hired Peyton, the next question would, Who be, would be: Okay, the quarterback. Who's he gonna? Is he gonna go get a veteran quarterback mm-hmm. like Carr, 
like Rodgers, because that would be the marriage that teams would talk about. Like Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I mean, they would immediately start talking that level because you went and got Sean Payton. Right. That's the level that they would talk to. That might be your answer right there. Is Tom Brady ain't going to cost anything? And Sean Payton and Tom Brady have already been linked. But but is Tom going to be already signed, sealed, and delivered somewhere by... I don't think so. ...by the end of March? I mean, Sean Tom Brady told his best friend Jim Gray to basically go... Kick rocks. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like we all just assume Tom Brady is coming back because now he's kicked Giselle Bunchian uh, to the curb. Mm Mm-hmm. He's apparently in Miami the other day looking at private schools for his kids. Yeah. I think Tom Brady's coming back, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that decision is going to be made on March 1st or March. Like last year when he returned to the Buccaneers, it was important for him to announce it before free agency because he also knew that there were a bunch of other quarterback situations, most notably Russell Wilson and others that were out there that the Buccaneers were interested in pursuing if if Tom Brady did not return. This year, he also knows that he's – if he comes back, he ain't going back to Tampa. Tampa's like fifty plus million dollars over the cap. Mm-hmm. Todd Bowles is not an NFL head coach. I'm sorry, he's not. I mean, or he he is, but he's not a good enough one. Leftwich, even though maybe Brady had a hand in that, maybe he didn't. I don't know. He would be. He would have to deal with a new offensive coordinator, a new staff. Um, who knows who's going to be there? A bunch of free agents. Tom Brady is not going back to Tampa. I believe he's coming back to the NFL. But Tom Brady's going to sit around and wait and choose. So, so I guess I further ask this scenario before we get to the calls. If you, what if you could land Sean Payton by April first? And what if, what if I told you, what if I told you that along with Sean Payton on the same day. They entered, or the next day they introduced Tom Brady, <laughs> and all of a sudden, can you imagine all that of roulette? a sudden? Can you imagine that auditorium in Ashburn? All of a sudden, you have no Whoa. first round pick, you have no second round pick. You have you you don't have your original third, but you have the compensatory for Brandon Sheriff, mm-hmm. right? But you have Tom freaking Brady and Sean Payton at the mantle. But, at the, only, uh, but at if the, it's um, only going to cost me, if it's only going to cost me one first round pick. And make that acquisition, I'd have to yeah. do that. And what if Jeff Bezos is sitting in the corner uh, with an apron on serving cocktail franks? <laughs> well, Jeff ain't going to do that. He's got people to do that. <laughs> He'd hire you to do that. I got Chris standing over here. <laughs> Chris, Chris, walking up to, Chris walking up to Diana Rossini, who's in town to do the report. Diana, would you like a cocktail wiener? You know? I mean, right there. Thank you, Kirk. Chris, Chris would have a tray. He'd be walking around to John Kime. Hey, John, can I interest you in a cocktail wiener? <laughs> would you like Gawini? <laughs> you know, we've got some fine hors d'oeuvres here. Would, would you like some of my wieners? Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, by the what? way, 34 and 50 as a head coach. Yeah, it's not good One enough. winning season. That's not good enough. 10 and 6 in 2015 I mean, listen, I, with the Todd Jets. Todd Bowles seems like a nice young, uh, nice young man. A nice man. Seems like a nice man. He's an NFL head coach. He's not good. Not well, good I mean, enough. The, the results have uh, yeah. right. The results I mean, have not been. And very it's good. the same thing with Ron. Ron. Ron's a good man. I think again. What, what what did I say about Ron in terms of the job he's done? Admirable, mm-hmm. but not good enough. 
It's not good enough. Interestingly enough, too, in his time as a defensive coordinator uh, for Bowles, in terms of yardage, it's only three years where he's been in the top 10 as a defensive coordinator in terms of yards. Just to compare, like, Peyton and Bowles, like Peyton, you know, number one in yardage six mm-hmm. times as, you know, as a, as, a, as a coach. Bowles, either as a DC or head coach, his defenses have only been top 10 three times yeah. in terms of yardage. So, I mean, just. I mean, it, it's I our, mean some guys are better. We, it's we our know perception, that some guys are better as coordinators. It's our perception and reality yeah. situation. Yeah. You know, um, think about what Todd, though. Todd took over a Jets organization that has been okay in terms of solid ground. Not lately, though. Not lately. Didn't have a quarterback. No, it was ten and six and though, he, in two thousand fifteen. You know, he had Tom Brady this year. Yeah, the but the problem got, was uh, is he didn't have much else. He had no Tom offensive Brady. line. Yeah, he had no offensive line, yeah. so it didn't matter that he had Tom Brady. Right. If you don't have much of an offensive line, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Are you giving up a number one for Sean Payton? Let's go to line one. Our man Little in DC gets us going. What's up, Little? What's up, Pete, Chris, man, Little, hey, how are you? Uh, yeah, Chris, I, I think hey, Pete, I think Chris got a little hippie. They thought we talking about the long hair guy. <laughs> 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 let, let me help let me help out. Yeah, if I have a little peace pipe, it was called the two people. Let me, let me, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing would yeah, nothing would Chris, surprise me with Aaron Rodgers, I can tell you that. Little, he got a little hip, hippie in him. Look, let me let me share this with y'all, man. Look, no scuttle, but there's more peace lips coming out. And I don't think it's gonna be Martin Mayhew, but uh, if you if you if you rewind, if you rewind the tape, it was Martin Mayhew that said we gonna move forward with Sam Sam Howe as a quarterback. Rewind the tape, you know. I mean, uh, Rivera didn't say nothing, but I guess he knew what his statement was gonna be prior to him making it. Now here we go with the Wizards. Let me say this real quick, and I'm gonna get on to the next house call. What Rui didn't do, he didn't facilitate. As good as these other fours, this size, like like um, um, Demi, Demi, mm-hmm. he facilitated a lot. Even with this guy we brought in down, I told you he could knock down the three, and guess what he do? Good, he facilitate. So that's how you went. That's how you push these. That's why the, the Wizards the last six days, man, they've been getting 35, 30 to thirty five assists. Man, look, man, you talking about that? That kind of talk, man. Hey, and what I do, man, I like to look to my man Grand Council. I turn the um, TV down and turn the radio because. I go way back with Glenn. Uh, uh, you, you, you called me, talked to you a couple of months ago about them parquet floor. I mean, over there at, at, at Bowling Air Force, the, the, the gym's over there. Glenn used to come over there back in the day. He was maybe like, he was, I know he was in college at American University, but he's about 18, I think, and he used to play over there. We used to go over there and watch them practice. Not, not the team, but just they would pull up, like pull-up games. And amazing about that place over Bowling, you thought you was playing on the parquet floor, so the floors just looked just like Boston Gardens, man. It was used to be, and there's one more player too, um, Pete. I want you to try to bring it back to me. I can't remember his name, but we thought he was going to be the next Larry Bird. Kid with the Maryland name Brian. I can't think his last name, but he could shoot the ball, man. He had too much of an NBA career. But I'm trying to reminisce this kid name because I'm about maybe 15 years old. I used to go in Washington playing practice. Buck Johnson, Albert King. And Brian, I can't think of this white guy. It was a white kid. I think he went, he went to Maryland, but I think he came out of McNamara. Right. Yeah, gotcha. He could shoot the damn ball. He could shoot the ball from half court. Oh, nothing but next. We thought he was going to be the next Larry Bird. Hey, look, I'm going to let the next calls come in. But, gentlemen, stay up. God bless us. Some more pink slips coming, man. I Lit- can't call no names. Right. My wife's getting on me. All right. More pink slips coming. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you, Little. <laughs> Little. Little waited until the end of his phone call to actually get on the phone. Did you notice that? 
He was on the speakerphone or whatever, like for ninety eight percent of his call, and then like the last three words he said was way clear. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we often talk about it. You know, we we try we 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 try to ask you about you know to have no Bluetooth or yeah. uh, any of that kind I of know. stuff. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. We'll take the break. Come back. Give you more here on the team nine eighty. Would you give a number one for Sean Payton? As the head coach, there's a team allegedly laying in the weeds, waiting to get their ducks in a row. Is it potentially Washington? That discussion going on now, right here on the Team 980, and it's streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Little was all over the place in his call there, but the the guy he's referencing was Brian Maggot, who transferred to George Washington. Averaged like four points a game, I think, at Maryland, then transferred to GW. Played very well there. He went to Montgomery Blake, not McNamara. Just to, just to correct the record. Sean Payton, are you giving a number one draft pick for him? Team is laying in the weeds. Waiting to get their ducks in a row, according to Rossini, Colin Cowherd. Is it Washington? Are we giving up a number one for Sean Payton, especially if you have to wait until 
potentially late March to acquire him. Well, and again, the reason why we're asking this, A, because Rossini put out her report, Cowherd then added to it, citing Rossini's report, and Cowherd has a good, very close relationship, it seems, with Sean Payton. He's on the show all the time. Now, that's part of his Fox contract, but also... They went out to dinner last week. I mean, so they become fast buddies. And you kind of wonder if that's Colin Cowherd floating that out there. And again, I I would think, think, I, I don't know, that if Sean Payton were to come here, it would be part of a, a Jeff Bezos-type takeover. That seems like, you know, a, a meeting of the stars, if you will. It seems like, like if Jeff Bezos is going to come here and be the owner— it, it seems like this organization is going to go from, you know, uh, whatever it's been, a, a, a crash dummy uh, for the last 30 years to like this Hollywood-ish, like star-driven, um, like this is the new empire, the, the empire strikes back in a way. Uh, you, you, you know, like it's not going to be a conservative, conventional, like they're not going to go out and hire Vic Fangio. No. To, to, to be no, the head coach. Right. But Vic <laughs> was allegedly right. the guy as Sean right. was trying to amass some staff right. members. Vic was going to be his guy, which made it weird about the Denver alliance, considering Vic was, of course, the head coach. Well, and that's why in that, Denver. I, you know, maybe that's why that hasn't really taken off. By the way, details to come. If you were planning on going on the Commander's Cruise, oh, oh uh, we might want to check with yeah. your travel agent. Yeah, we got to get into this. <laughs> you might want to check with Maddie, your travel agent. Did you see agent. my note on that? Uh, uh, like, check the eleven o'clock thing on 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 the script. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Um, all right, again. So so, so you, ha- I don't think you've answered, unless maybe I wasn't listening. Would I? I my sense is you would pay if all I have to do if all I have to do is give up a one it's a no brainer okay okay it's a no brainer to try this route mm-hmm. however citing all the stuff that Ron has had to deal with in the exact same role mm-hmm. and seeing the exasperation of the head coach at times handling that role I wonder if that is I wonder if Sean Payton would tire of that. And look, good media, good media down in New Orleans, no doubt about it. They've had some good people down there through the years. Is it as deep as the Washington press corps? I do not think so. No. I don't think so. I do not think so. But remember, Sean Payton also coached, not as a head coach, in both New York mm-hmm. and in Dallas. So, yep. I mean, he's used to... You know, some some more glare, if you will. And he under, I mean, um, obviously, being in the media, yeah. he's got a sure. greater understanding, sure. maybe even more now from that angle. But I think the more interesting caveat is not would you pay the first round pick? Because I think almost every fan out there would absolutely. I mean, ninety eight percent of the Commanders fan base would pay. Uh, again, first round pick, second round pick, their right arm and and their kneecap for Sean Payton because they just they, all they know is sexy. All they know is he's scored a lot of points and put and and this team hasn't. That being said, I think the more interesting dilemma is let's just use April first, um, less than a month before the draft. Two weeks into free agency. And remember that. Who's making the decisions? Who's making the decisions on March 17th Mm -hmm. in free agency? Is it Ron, who hasn't been fired yet? 
Is it Sean behind the scenes? Because Ron knows he's getting fired and they've worked out some sort of facilitate. I, I, like you talk about like a cloud of intrigue. That to me is the real story. Would you hire Sean Payton if it meant him taking over officially on April 1st, two weeks into free agency and less than a two month guys before that the have draft? competed like hell against each other. Yeah. You wonder what kind of respect there is. Maybe Sean bumps Ron up into a, fr- a front, or office, front office role to Ooh. keep him employed. Maybe Ron could become the offensive coordinator. No, that's not, not happening. Just, Come just, on, be realistic. Just, just, I have to go to line one and uptown Mo because of the way Matt phrased this call. This is going to be pretty funny. What's up, Mo? Nah, I'm just saying I would give up a first rounder and Bradley Bill for Sean <laughs> Payton. Do we get was, anything was, from the Pelicans in return? Yeah, like I would send any DC star that's not Ovechkin. Go ahead, go. I don't. I don't. We have to work out monumental because he owns every team. I would send soccer players. Anybody. <laughs> we need to get Sean Payton. And the, and the reason why. I say this, right, is because um, I want to see Antonio Gibson turn into Alvin Kamara. I want to see what Sean Payton would do with two gadgets such as uh, Curtis Samuels and Johan Dotson. Like, I want to see what he would do with the tight ends. We got tight ends in Turner that we don't even use and Armani Rogers. So, and then his defense, right, while he was down in New Orleans was pretty good as well. So these are the things that I want to see. Now, lastly, I wouldn't get a veteran quarterback. We remember Drew, Drew Brees as a veteran, but guess what? Sean Payton got him when he was young. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton got him when he was off a shoulder injury coming out of San Diego, and he turned into Drew Brees. So with the running ability of, of Sam Howe, and, and I think he has a gun. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I believe he, he's a capable quarterback. I want to see what Sean Payton do with all of these weapons. So I would, I would give up, I would give up uh, you know, uh, uh, President Biden for Sean Payton, if we could. <laughs> we'll send, tri- up we'll up send Trinity Mo. Rodman to a New Orleans soccer team to yeah. be named later. Hey, hey, Mo, why don't you why, why don't you include the national debt, which is like thirty trillion dollars, too? Do you want to you want to include that as well? Well, we already took a salary cap hit, so what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> all. all right, good Mo, call. Appreciate you. We like it. I like the creativity, Mo. Let's go to I line like two, Anthony in Northeast. What's up, Anthony? Hey, what's up, man? What's, what's up, Southeast Anthony? Pete. Chris, this is Anthony from Twitter, man. I decided to give my oh, inaugural call. Anthony, we, lo- we love you. We appreciate all the uh, <laughs> all the help and support and all that. Hey, no problem, man. See, I, I call because, you know, I'm going to keep it, like, real sensitive because, you know, I don't be too sensitive on that Twitter thing. You know how I do. Um, so I just want to say, man, um, to ask you a question about uh, Sean Payton, it, it all depends, man. Timing is everything. And I think everybody's missing the, you know, point of stuff. We're trading one, um, you know, coach that wants to be co-centric for another one and stuff. And I'm sorry, the biggest problem is structure, man. I don't want to compare us to everybody else in the uh, NFC East. But look at how Philadelphia, their structure is and stuff. And look at the success they had of having a structure with a GM who has the final say and everything. And, you know, and the coaching staff and everything like that. And, you know, they got a young coaching staff, by the way, and stuff. Nothing against Sean Payton, but, you know, he's pretty, you know, up in age there as far as, you know, head coach. I'm not saying he, he, his creative juices have all gone and anything like that. But uh, I, I don't I don't think I'll do it. Me personally, I don't think I'll do it. What would be – I mean, and, okay, let me, let me put it to you uh, in, in black and white. 
You, would you rather mm-hmm. keep Ron Rivera, or would you, if you had the opportunity to bring in Sean Payton and it would cost you one to do that, what would you do? Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Everything, timing is everything. I heard what they say, have your ducks in a row. But if if there ain't nothing, in, if there's no pond to put a, you know, your ducks in a row, I don't think it'll, it'll make a difference. Now, that's a good point there, you see though. What I'm saying? Yep. Good point. Anthony, appreciate right. the call, pal. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. I mean, that's the other thing. You can't, if you don't have a pond, you can't get your ducks lined up. Right now, well, Sean well, doesn't well, have well, a pond. Just, just, just to use his thing there, what, what would be the pond? Well, I guess uh, getting ownership stabilized right. and... But well, oh, I let's think, be clear. Sean Payton's okay. not working for Dan Snyder. This would thing. only be... Right. Here's the thing. Eagles have Howie Roseman, clear delineation between coach and, and front office. Mm-hmm. Giants now have Joe Shane, Brian Dable, clear delineation mm-hmm. between front office and the coach. Uh, Jerry and Stephen Jones clearly are involved. I, no, I think that's a clear delineation as well. I, don't do? think, I think Mike McCarthy has a voice. I don't think Mike McCarthy does personnel. Okay, right, right. No, right, I give you that. So that's, I mean, that's, that's even whether you agree with how Steven and, and Jerry run things in Dallas, which has not been terrible. I mean, they won 12 games. Uh, they won a playoff game. So, you know, all three teams in the division, okay? Kansas City, Brad Veach, Andy Reid. So, I mean... You look at the teams that are doing this on a consistent basis right now, there's clear delineation between the person mm-hmm. that's choosing the groceries and the person that's coaching yeah. with the ingredients. Right. And and I, I would tell you this. Again, my understanding is Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton had a very good and close and great working relationship and still do to this day. That's my understanding. So, again, there would be a GM. There would be a GM to handle a lot of the other stuff, but Sean Payton would be making... Sean would be determining who that person is. Yes, basically. And and therefore, and Sean, sure Payton, a, look, therefore Sean be, Payton would be... That there, person would essentially be... Look, it's worked perfectly with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. 100%. People think John Lynch is Kyle Shanahan's equal. It might be that way now, Six years later, it was not that way when they were hired. You had no idea that it could work out the way because Lynch had never done it. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying, I mean, like, like people, people only want what they most recently see that works. If you know, like, like they say, the NFL is a um, uh, is a um, a copycat league, right? Oh, the 50 series, the read option, the uh, wildcat, this, that, and you just you just went through the NFC East. See how it's working in Philly, and you're not wrong. See how it's working in New York, and you're not wrong. I pointed out Dallas, we're not wrong. My The point being is everybody's going to run and go to that system because that's what is working now. Four years from now, it might be a completely different structure, mm-hmm. whether it's back to the coach-centric thing. You know, and again, I, I, I've said this, and I do mean this, and, and Paulie called me out and, and thinks he knows more than I do. No, he, he doesn't. Uh, he, he said, well, what do you mean coach-centric and Ron-centric? Again, there's coach-centric, think Andy Reid. But then there's Ron-centric. What I mean by that is where Ron thinks he knows – how to do everything the right way and thinks he knows 
how to do all these jobs and wear all these hats, and he really doesn't. Well, I mean, I mean, how do you know that he is wearing all those hats? How do we know that Martin's not got a lot more autonomy in terms of actual players? And then he just says to Ron, "Hey, coach, here's here's right. We don't here's, know for sure. Here's what point. me and these pro scouts have established for free agency. Right. Here's what me and the college scouts have established for." the college draft, and then they put that menu on Ron's plate and allow Ron now to take a look at those breakdowns and say, okay, well, that's a guy I see as a fit here. I see that guy as a fit here. How do we know it doesn't necessarily work that way? Well, I I think your point has has merit. And don't forget about Marty Herney, and you mentioned Tim Gribble earlier that's a, but in the that's show. That's what I'm saying. Martin and, those, right. and the staff members, the but, pro style, but the pro guys, and the, and the college scouting guys. But let me ask you this. If Ron says, you know, you guys have presented me five left guards, but I'm telling you, I just, I, I just, I know Andrew Norwell. I know how he works. That's the guy I want. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's like you could go to a buffet and you could eat salad and vegetables, or you could eat fried chicken. Guess what? I'm choosing fried freaking chicken. Okay. Okay, so, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm picking what I want. Right. So I, I can listen to you. I can take all your advice, but I'm doing what I want. That's the way Americans operate. So Ron Rivera operates, I believe, that way. Sure, he listens. Absolutely. They do the legwork. But ultimately, Ron chooses what Ron choose, wants to do. There's only been but one you don't person. Think, you don't think their pro personnel people wouldn't have had Andrew Norwell on a list of potential free well, sure. agents for him to choose from last year? Sure. But but what I'm saying is, is what if Andrew Norwell was fourth on that list of five as opposed to first? But he was on the list. He, I, I'm, I'm sure he was. But what if he was fourth in terms of how they ranked them or graded them or – Presented them. You have your choice of four sports radio stations to choose from, one of which has Chris Kynard pushing all the buttons. Are you going there, or are you going to go to a new guy who might be some kind of tyrant uh, as a manager? And that's probably what Ron uses as the— it, it, Precisely. I know this guy. I know, I know how I he know works. this player yes. works hard every single day when yes. he comes into the facility. He may not be the best— he may not be what he once was, but I know he works hard. Exactly. And that's that's so and and given equal salaries, if you have a choice to work for Kynard or some other person that could be a tyrant that you sure. don't know. Sure. Okay? That you don't know yeah. that guy. The grass isn't always greener on the Kynard other side. Kynard lets you work. Yes. Let you do your thing. Ron right. Ron knows Norwell, knows his work ethic. And and we're we're just using an example here, people. We're not saying this is exactly what happened, but my point being But that but that's but that's what coaches yeah. in this situation. Yeah. Ron's not in there breaking down the ninety no. hours of no. college tape a week on no. all of the different prospects. That's no. what all those people do and then they present it to Correct. to coach and then coach looks at those final evaluations. Correct. That that's that's kind of how it works. And so, if you listen to Ron during the offseason he said you know, up until this past year, he said he only would watch the top 100. Yeah. And a couple of games each. Mm-hmm. Only would watch. Now, he said he watched the top 150 last year. So, you know, so, so you know, look, maybe he's some getting. Drafts, even, some drafts are deeper than others. I understand that. But maybe Ron also feels like, if hey, if I'm going to make all these decisions and I'm going to have the final say, I need to be more involved. And yeah. again, been told he was more involved in the offense behind the scenes this year than people realize and more involved in the personnel 
301. In terms of spearheading that. Yep. 301-230-0980. You give it up a number one for Sean Payton if the opportunity presents itself. Rooster has to look at what's trending. All right, let's start with this. Patrick Mahomes practicing in full yesterday for the Kansas City Chiefs as they get set for the AFC Championship rematch this Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals at Arrowhead Stadium. Yes, indeed. Uh, that will be the nightcap preceded by the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Meanwhile, the Patriots have officially hired Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Bill's firing safeties coach, uh, their safeties coach, uh, the first of an expected fallout after a bad loss to the Bengals. Meanwhile, the commanders have requested to speak with former head coach, uh, Chargers head coach, that is Anthony Lynn. T.J. Oshie back for the Capitals today after the birth of a child, Nicholas Backstrom, on the ice this morning in advance of a big showdown with the Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby tonight, 7 o'clock, 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. And we talked about a big Wizards come from behind win and a Maryland pull-away win in the first hour of our show. Hit the Odyssey Rewind feature to 9.02 on the Team 980, and that's what's trending. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Should the Washington Commanders give up a number one for Sean Payton? There's there's a team laying in the weeds. Needs to get their ducks in a row. Washington certainly meets that criteria, based on a, poten- a potential sale of the team. By the way, did you see Dan did make a sale yesterday? He did. Dick Clark Productions. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought he had ditched that already. Penske, uh, Penske, I can't remember the name, of the, the full name of the company. It's Penske something, uh, but they, they bought Dick Clark Productions. I thought um, I thought the Todd Bowley guy and, and the company that he was associated with. Telling you the report I saw that. yesterday. Wow. Okay, all right. So didn't realize maybe Bowley's involved with the Penske. I company. mean, Who knows? You, you pointed it out. This is, uh, you know, Dan Snyder's yacht tracker tracks all this stuff. So chilling in London. Since I mean, yes, yeah, since January the 10th and January 13th, the his and her, uh, you know, planes <laughs> for Dan and Lady T have been uh, hanging out, having tea and crumpets for an extended stay. Uh, maybe some fish and chips and uh uh, you know, apparently haven't been uh, jet setting all over the world. Apparently, everything's fine. Don't look over here. We're we're good. We can't listen to the Odyssey app. Dan Shepherd's Pie, my friend. Yeah. Shepherd's. Yeah, the Odyssey app does not work. By the it, way, it doesn't work in London. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't because uh, my guy Andy Burrows, who had me on their podcast oh, over in London, they try to listen and they can't. Okay, interesting. So it's blocked over there. Interesting. We got to get that. We got to get that working. Got to get that working for our international audience. So of Dan Russell can't say cheerio. Dan Shepherd's Pie, give it a try. Uh, again, I, I think I, I mean Shepherd's. What, what exactly is Shepherd's Pie again? Mashed potatoes, Mashed ground potatoes, beef. Right. If you'd like to put onions in it, you can uh-huh. peas um, or something. Uh, no. You don't have to. Is um, that Shepherd's Pie? And then a layer pot of pie. cheese on top. Oh, of okay. It. So pot pie's got the dough topping. Pot pie is the dough crust right. around. Uh, either it, you can do it with chicken, right? But shepherd's pie beef. doesn't have the dough. Shepherd's pie does not have dough. Shepherd's okay. pie is merely mashed potatoes, ground beef, and then a layer of cheese over top of it, depending okay. on how big of a pan you use. I mean, it sounds wonderful. I think I've had it once, maybe twice in my it's delicious. life. Delicious. Sounds wonderful. 
Um, I do, I do love me some pot pie. There is like you know, you know how I always tease you about the Stouffer's and mm-hmm. whatever, and the, the the meatloaf and all that stuff. <laughs> there's nothing more. There's nothing that that I just have a hankering for more. How did I know you were going to use hankering <laughs> there? You're, <laughs> you're predictable. <laughs> kind of like Scott Turner's offense. Then, <laughs> then one of those banquet chicken pot oh, pies. Oh, they're great. Oh, my God. With the golden flaky crust. Yes. Oh, just, you talk about... Or, just, just don't put it in the microwave in the no. aluminum container. No, 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 no. I mean, bake them. <laughs> That's the only way to do them. Toaster oven, regular oven, whatever. Convection oven. Um, oh, my God. They're so good. They're so I love good. the person that tries to cook a banquet pot pie in the aluminum container yeah. in the microwave, and all of a sudden they hear this pow! Like, what the you, heck you, you know what? Real quickly, the only problem is, is they're so small that if you like yeah. to eat, you know, like... Certainly, I do. You might need about six of them, but you can get them for like a dollar at the dollar store. Just go. I would say this: instead of going to your local fast food joint, go get six banquet pot pies. Probably the same calories and all that stuff uh, as a as, as a uh, extra large value meal, and pop them in the oven, baby, and bam! Fireworks will be going off in your mouth. Let's go to line one. Let's go to the junkyard, dog. What's up, dog? Hey, fellas. Jyd. Yeah, look at. I give y'all both credit for, even though it's, you know, it's not true yet, but thinking out of the box about Sean Payton. Yes, I would give up. Yes, I would. Look, I would give up this year's draft choice and next year's draft choice if I could get him. Mm. Don't tell the Saints that. We want to hold on to that for next year. <laughs> now, 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 there's one question I want to ask you, you both. Even though this is not true yet, how long, how, how long do you think they are with finding a, a person to buy this team? Uh, I mean, look, we already have one round of bidding complete. Uh, when that second round of bidding is officially going to get underway and when the bids have to be in, I don't know if that's officially been determined yet. But to me, if I'm Dan and I've already fetched 6.3 in the initial bidding, uh, you know, I, I want to I get on to the second round here because I, I want to I see if somebody else wants to get into this second round of bidding late that didn't get into it in the first and can get me up over $7 billion. Uh, so well, why doesn't well, well, why doesn't Bezos go ahead and jump on in this thing? I think he will once they open up second round of bidding. Um, you know, I I think that's I mean again, it's hard to it's hard dog. It's hard to believe what because we've been led astray with some business reports already on this thing. I mean, Bezos was the talk of the first round of bidding. He never submitted a bid. So there was there was Dan there was Dan and his side apparently leaking to Forbes that we're already up over seven million dollars six point three was the highest bid in the first round so at this high stakes game involving this team there's so far been a ton of misinformation so unfortunately well, we're think- we're all sit back here to left to wait uh, to see what happens unfortunately. So do you? So 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 do you think Snyder is muddying the water because Bezos to keep Bezos out of this thing? I don't think he's muddying the water. Dan just wants the highest freaking bid. 
He wants the most possible money he can get out of this transaction. This is, I mean, this is this is a transaction that doesn't happen very often with the type of money that we're talking about here. Um, only like high tech, you know, IT companies and, and things of that nature uh, go for more money uh, than than a potential NFL franchise. So Dan is simply trying to get the most bang for the buck. And his other owners right now want him to get the most bang for the buck. Because if Dan is successful at pushing this to $7 billion, dog, imagine what that does then to the value of teams like the Cowboys, maybe the New York franchises as well, uh, the Dolphins. I, I think I think all these other owners, they want Dan to get the highest amount of money out of this transaction, just like you do in real estate. Yeah. You want your house to go for the highest amount of money, and your neighbors want you to do it too, because then that means their house, uh, likely in terms of a comparable, uh, goes for a higher amount of money. Thanks, dog. Appreciate it. Dog, dog, dog. By the way, Mike and the Mad Dog back. February 1st. Wednesday. Yeah. On Screaming A. Smith's show. That'll be interesting. Dog, dog, dog. Not sure, not sure in 2023 if it's as good as it was in 1993. It's not. But, you know, still, I give them credit for trying to put them together. Uh, thanks to guys like them. We have a job. Yes. 301-230-0980, final hour of the program. We'll take some more calls on this. Also, the commanders and their crews. Well, you might want to check with your travel agent. We'll give you the details coming up in the final hour of the show. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.